What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, I'm recording this intro after Game 2. The Knicks got the dub, baby! But this pod was recorded pre-Game 2, so enjoy it. All the pre-game predictions and such. We talk about Suns and the Lakers. CP3 goes down. Suns still in 5, maybe. Nets look really, really good. The Clippers are a joke, and we rank our top 3 most hated players in the NBA currently. Snapback fam, new app! The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! The play! Oh! Blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, as always, is Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? What happened to Good Vibes <laughs> Only today? I'm through all Long-time the... best friend, co-host. No. I thought we're good, mm-hmm. Juju. Come on, Jack. We here. Let's no. knock this thing up. Let's go to Atlanta 1-1. You know what? You see this motherfucking thing? <laughs> see this? That's an For ice tray. Home, it's an ice tray. Get it out of here. All right? We here. Let's knock this thing up. The Sixers will do their thing. We'll win tonight, sweep the Wizards. But let's get this dub in the Mecca tonight. And I think I figured it out. I think you need a glizzy. I think you need to get yourself a glizzy tonight. You're so fucking right. How do I not pop a glizzy in game one? And honestly, I've been thrown off the whole time. You know Davis. Anthony Davis shouldered the blame for the game one loss because he played like shit. Does any part of you want to shoulder any part of the blame for the next game one loss? By not eating glizzy. Yeah, well, I, it's partially the Mecca. Like, how do you close down the Cheeto glizzy? Like, I eat a Cheeto glizzy, the Knicks go to the finals, right? So let's get that back first. Second right. of all, you're right. I, I got to get a glizzy. I'm not eating dinner prior to the game, so I will be eating at the arena. Not going to lie, the burger is fire there. But the glizzy is a glizzy, and I need a glizzy. I need to do a snap. I need people to think I'm sus. I already am posting sus things about Stephen Curry on my story today. So we're recording this on Wednesday before I go to game two of Knicks Hawks. Um, I have a second what's on my mind, by the way. Sure. I have a confession, and it's totally legal because she's 18. I am obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo. Mm, She's only 18? Is she only 18? What do you mean? That's the age. No, I know. I was just saying. Like, yeah, no, she's strictly 18. Okay. All right. We're um, going to move past that, but yeah, she's the, awesome. The kids at Russell High, I probably resonate to. Eagles, and I imagine your whole school is like, love her. Yeah. Whatever. Well, she's everything Taylor Swift wishes she was. Okay. That's Anyways, all. yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll move past that one just for, you know, legalities. Like and... a damn sociopath. <laughs> Sons, Lakers. So, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've been seen. Uh, I wasn't a little aggressive with the Suns in five, but to be fair, they won game one. Um, And still alive. It is still alive as well through two games, right? So we're 40% of the way there. And I think they, they, I don't want to say they necessarily win because campaign actually played okay in his minutes. It played fairly well, but like now CP three's hurt. And like, why can't this guy get a break? Like, and I know that people are going to look at years past, obviously, but, like, he changes the diet, he goes vegan, and he plays in every single regular season game. And this wasn't a knees thing. It wasn't a back. This was an unfortunate pulling of the shoulder. And now Chris Paul, who I think it could have been a – I mean, not think. it. It's a legacy series. You knock Braun out, and then you open up the entire West. The Clippers could be dead. The Lakers would be out. I mean – 
Why? Why? I, I, you know what? You know what rubs me the wrong way? He played the first three quarters. But I don't think he re-aggravated it, did he? I, I think that's the point. Keep in mind, I didn't watch the second half yeah. because Adam Silver's a criminal and scheduled two <laughs> L.A. games at the same time at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. So I didn't watch the second half. But from what I read this morning, he played the first three quarters he did, and just decided to sit the fourth. You, don't, on, you don't think that says a lot to you? Like, you know Chris Paul. Right. And like, if, like, if he mind, could go, seeing, he would go. He would, Of course he would go. I mean, would he? He didn't go game seven with the hamstring. He couldn't go. Like, he, he literally. Listen, like, man. In my what, opinion, the only reason that you shouldn't go in the playoffs, especially if you're Chris Paul right now, is if for whatever godforsaken reason, when you look at the basket and you see three of them, <laughs> then maybe you decide to sit down. Uh, That's the depends, only case. Depends. Speaking of which, I heard this um, on another podcast today or yesterday or something. Given what's going on with LeBron right now and just how outrageously brutal he's been in regards to injuries, in regards to everything, 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 except playing basketball. You remember way back when against the Spurs in the finals? Could you imagine if the cramp game happened like today? In prime Twitter. And he was. Or you're saying after all of these things? Just like right now, like going on with all this. Let's say the, the eye thing didn't happen if the cramp thing happened. And he got carried off the court, and it came out that he had cramps. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy. I think he'd be assassinated. <laughs> I think they'd shoot him. Like, KD. KD, by the way. Since when is this guy the toughest guy in the league? He goes flying like a fish in game one. Game two, he just wipes off something. Like a three-inch cut the into game his one fall. The game one fall, if Joel Embiid <laughs> fell that hard and was could have been totally fine, I would have had a seizure on the spot his body would have fell through the core of the earth and katie i mean i guess because he's like 118 pounds soaking wet i was still wild that was right back off yeah so so anyway suns lakers i i true and another thing with the suns in five i really did think that this was the best chance for any team in the west to knock out the lakers once they get through this which i i think is the best team in the west besides them this is, you know, it's kind of free-flowing from there. They'll have knocked down the big dog. They'll have figured out their rotations. They've already figured out 80 at the five. And and once again... Have they? He just doesn't like playing it. Yeah, but the, but when they have to do it, the, it's you know, like, they do. It's like how the Lakers are good. Put AD at the five, run the pick and roll. What AD doesn't like? Playing the five, <laughs> running the pick and roll. Like, am I missing something or could I coach the Lakers? Yeah, yeah, you definitely it's could. It's pretty simple. Andre Drummond should not touch the floor. Eh? Nope. He was he was solid nope. last night. Nope. Early. If you're gonna play a center, play Marcus All. That's my feelings towards it. Anyways, but, the let me give you one more stat on why I took the Suns. LeBron James. Uh shooting seven. I I'm making this up. I'll have to fact check myself. It's one of two ways. Either has attempted only 17% of his buckets in the paint or is shooting 17% in the paint. The first sounds more realistic, but point is LeBron James, the takeaway from the stat with LeBron James is not driving the basketball. He's not attacking the hoop through the first two games. And I'll give full credit to that ankle. Like that is the first thing that really goes. You don't want to get mixed up in the, in the thick of things. You want to just be a jump shooter and a facilitator. And so I think this was the time for anyone to pounce. And then LeMickey with another, you know, LeMickey road. It's just, it's. I don't it know. Is. I mean, he played fantastic last night. And the thing about LeBron 
right now, and it stood out to me when I saw the altercation, if you would, between him and KCP. I feel like this every year. Like every it's it's a, time is a flat circle with this. Lose game one, come back, win game two, get back in the series. But the the common denominator is early on. It's like he's always very passive early in the series, and you see him trying to get his teammates involved, trying to instill confidence in them. And then I kind of think it's LeBron's trying to get these guys where they need to be first so that when he's in his go mode, he can officially trust them and they have confidence. So that's why I kind of think he's been this kind of passive, not necessarily because of the injury, but that's just because of what he does. Fair. He wants to get the teammates we, involved. It, it, it's a tough approach, you know, in game two. Go, game one, understandable. Game two, you know, you kind of let AD be the guy, whereas we'll move to the Clippers-Mavs series. Kawhi came out and said, you know, we can't let this happen. And so I think at the midseason point, we were both like, wow, this Clippers team that, you know, isn't being talked about enough. Yeah, they finally figured it out. They've got six guys shooting over 40%. They're playing good basketball. They swapped Lou Will for Rondo. They swapped Montrez. No, it, it made sense in my mind. This is another thing I've been talking about the Lakers individually, right? Schroeder. Montrez and Drummond are better basketball players. Didn't, didn't Trez get a DMP last night? Yeah, the, but this is my point. They're better players than Rondo, JaVale, and Dwight. But championship pedigree, culture, defensively, you know, those are the pieces you want. Eh, Dwight, whatever. Um, but great. <laughs> I know, it was just messing with you. Uh, but the Clippers, you know, they and then I think you even might have picked them to come out of the West in our playoff preview alongside the Lakers, you know, you were with yeah. them. And I said to you, I, I was watching some of their games down the stretch, and they just don't take care of the ball. They don't have the ability to flip a switch, right? LeBron James, that's why everyone continues to bet on them every single day is because we've seen it time after time again. They can flip a switch. He can turn on. They won a championship. Look at the track record of the Clippers. They accomplish nothing. They choke. Paul George chokes. You know, the, the Ty Lue, like, is he really a good coach? Let me uh, stop you there. Twitter told me yeah. that it was Doc Rivers' fault the Clippers lost last year. I don't think it was fully done. I, that, I saw that being Oh, I didn't say narrative. Jack. I didn't say Jack. No, no, no. no. Twitter. No, but I don't think that. You I, were there, though. You were there. I'm pretty sure Paul George took the brunt of the blame. You know, for the but for then the he pro- came back and said that Doc Rivers was only running him in pin downs and such. Yeah, and there was like data to prove it that that just wasn't true. PG, I mean, PG's been fine through the first two games. They're the just, thing about the Clippers is they're what not I've that, learned. They're not. They're that not that good. good. They're first off the defensively. That's the, the roster doesn't make sense and what they're doing. You've got Zubac who can't move his feet left, right, up, down, either way on defense. And he's getting all the brunt in the minutes. You have Sergi Baca, who you bring in, who has championship experience, who is a veteran, who can stretch the floor, getting five minutes. And let me tell this isn't a coincidence. <laughs> Abe's fired up over this. This isn't a coincidence. 0-2 in the series. Luke Kennard, my guy. Two DMPs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But outside of Kawhi and PG, who Kawhi, spectacular last night. You're trusting Nick Batum and Terrence Mann to try and give you 15 as the third guy well, off the bench? Well, so we were watching. Pat Bev, I mean. My guy. Yeah. Am I, have I ever been wrong about him? No. He's, no, he's he a, stinks. Well, Russell Westbrook said it right. Pat Bev is fooling y'all. He's just running around out there, um, which is Fooly. accurate. So this is the thing. They, they actually are explosive offensively when they can play their lineups, but come playoff time when they are met with one mismatch or one really good offense. 
they're not that good at defense, and that's the difference. So, yeah, I'm, is, I'm out on the clips. I don't think the series is over. You don't. I don't think the series is over. And the final thing I'll say on it is, like, you're watching last night, and Luca is no, getting— No, it wasn't. It was at 10.30. Thanks, well, Adam. So, yeah. Luca is getting anything he wants, which is fine. He's special. I mean, he's special. He's is, is playoff Luca officially a thing? Yeah, we can start to talk about Luca in very serious terms, like Such better as. than, like, like I mean, come playoff time, well, right? I mean, well, I well, we're throwing away the bubble, but right now he's playing pretty well. I'm just gonna say, like, I brought the question up last night because I did the NBA bet stream for you know, in the NBA app. And I brought up, I was like, is Luka Doncic the best player in the series? I know historically and accolade-wise, it's obviously... Right now. But, but right now, is quite, right now. you know, is Luka Doncic better? He's doing whatever he wants to them. And, and then he's mocking them, right. which is just fantastic. And that's another so. thing about the Clippers. They just have no pulse. No one cares. How, Pepe, no swag. you're not no going to hit that man in the chest one time? Like, it's Euro Luka. You know how easily he can flop and be frustrated. You can't take what – if Alfred Payton plays a minute for the Knicks tonight, it's because he should be running Trey Young over. Outside of that, he should not touch the floor. But if you want to send a message, send it and get a guy fired up. Now, it can go two ways. It can motivate them. But, you know, make them uncomfortable. That's the key. Luka Doncic looks like he sleeps in the Staples Center. He's so comfortable. Owns the Clippers. Like the one-legged on-the-run three just smiling on the that way back. Disgusting. Like, I mean, that was disgusting. disgusting. Just, I actually don't know if anyone in the league can I, do that. I I think it's over. I think the series is over. I think that there's two – like you said, when you go down 2-0 in a series, that means the other team has to win four or five. I think Luka can single-handedly win one more game on his own with like a 35-point triple-double just dominating the game. And then I think one more time the Clippers might have an off-shooting night, and that'll do it. That's yeah. literally it. That's all it'll take. I you brutal for George the next. and Kawhi to be spectacular on both ends of the floor. Which they're not. Which, I mean, they are, but you need them to be that extra level every single game from here on out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starting tough, with whatever. Tough trade loss for the Knicks with the Hardaway trade. Um, yeah, big you time. Got to pick big a two back, but obviously Tim being the GOAT there. Uh, I don't think it's over, and I'll use the quote that I just saw come out of Damian Lillard's mouth after game one. You know, the the – Blazers are the best team in the series. They're amazing. They're going to win the series. And then game two, you know, they lose the Nuggets, and now there's a lot of adjustments. And that's just how the playoffs go, right? Can One... we talk about cap of the week real quick? Yeah, sure. Paul George saying no, there's no pressure. What? <laughs> no, let's, let's just break down the pressure that could be boiling in – Los Angeles. Uh, number one, your co- your first year coach who has no pedigree uh, might be bounced in the first round. Number two, you've you gave Luke Kennard millions, half a, half a hundred million dollars, and he's not playing the playoffs. You brought in Ibaka, he's not playing the playoffs. You're running out Terrence Mann and Pat Beverly. Uh, not to mention, I believe Kawhi Leonard's on a player option. Uh, going and into so is Paul George. And Paul, no, no, no. Paul George four year extension begins. Uh, after this offseason. I don't think he's declining that. How many millions of dollars is that? So that's panic time if I'm a Clippers fan. Do you think – I've been thinking about this all day, about, say, worst-case scenario, the Clippers get swept. Yeah. No, I think Kawhi fits in the garden. Why? (laughs) I was saying, like, he made such a big deal out of what it means to play at home. And say the Nets run through the entire league, like some people like yourself think they will. 
Harden's not going anywhere next year. Durant's not going anywhere next year. Kyrie's not going anywhere next year. You remember who Kawhi was considering signing with, where he could also play at home? Was that cap of the summer though? Like, was that how real was that? I think it was real until he went to the Clippers and said, "Go get Paul George, or I'm going to sign with the Lakers." And then you 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 twist their arm, and what are they going to do? Let them go to the crosstown rival? To me, I would be surprised if Kawhi left. But the Lakers make a little sense. And another little interesting thought I had, I think if if the Clippers fall short and Kawhi does stay, he makes a push for them to bring in a Kyle Lowry, a guy who he has familiarity with, who's going to be gone. They've always needed that point guard. But the Clippers are in shambles. And it's kind of, it's funny in sports because everyone overreacts to literally everything. And you're going to have people, if the Clippers lose in five, let's say it, saying blow it up trade paul george trade Kawhi. you don't have any assets start over it's been two years it's been two years you know what i mean it's like i don't i don't see it happening but it's the nba it's it's a reality tv show could he go to the mecca can he play alongside donovan mitchell damian lillard and zion <laughs> only time will tell. holy time will tell. uh we'll go we'll take the l train over to brooklyn the nets are really good i told you that the boston celtics were the worst possible matchup for them no i told you that the boston celtics were awful in the start of the year eh, jb's hurt we'll leave that for another time the current oh, they were really good with him the current status of the celtics anyways the nets are really good and I think what people are figuring out is that it's not just the three of them with two G-leaguers on the floor. They've got serious depth. They've got serious people. They do. They do. I know you don't want to hear it. First of all, Joe Harris and Blake Griffin, the starting five, is, you know, it's the best five in the league. Barbecue chicken. And then... Bruce Brown puts him in a sham. It puts him in its Nick. Claxton oh, we're not talking about Bruce in. Brown, <laughs> but he does though. Okay, like, yeah, I know. He, I know he plays minutes. Okay, thank you for that but, information. But he's not a bad player. It's not you know. Here's the, the thing with the Nets. If you think that beating <laughs> a depleted, absolutely awful Boston squad by 30 at home in Game Two is going to scare me, you're a little right. <laughs> but for the most part, you're not. Right? Like, they're doing what they're supposed to. They're beating a, an awful squad. The Bucks did it the night before the Heat. Like, you win at home when you're a really good team. The Nets are good. Okay? I get it. Like, I can read the names on their roster and understand that. I only need to read three. But, in the same breath, if we match up against them, fuck around and see what happens. <laughs> if there's any team built to beat the Nets... It's us. It's not even it that. It's not even that. If there's any situation to beat the Nets, it's the fact that you guys have home court coming off two easy series. Our biggest coming off biggest them playing the Bucks. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the perfect. if the Bucks can take them a hard honestly, if you guys wear if, them out. Honestly, if you guys don't beat them, it's okay. Okay, it's Stop. honestly kind of embarrassing. <laughs> no, just matchup wise, you have the big they can't defend. You have the best player on the floor, you know, the guy who should have been the MVP if he played 10 more games. You've got a guy, Tobias, he's a 50, 40, 90. You've got the two the best. This year, he's quite. got the two best defensive players on the floor Three. at all times. Three. Three best defensive players on the time. You've got Doc Rivers, who has a championship. Steve Nash? You're telling me Doc Rivers is getting outcoached by Steve Listen, Nash? Listen, Jack, you're, you're bringing up really good points. Okay. But at the end of the day, 
they're a pretty good basketball team. Even me, being a mature human being, can acknowledge that. But if anyone has a chance, it's us. Who genuinely, given the current circumstances, who do you think would have a better chance? You or the Lakers in the finals? Us. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. What if you guys play the Lakers? You think you match up well? No team in the Western Conference scares me. Whoever comes out of the East is going to win the finals. I I feel... (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. All right. Going to game two tonight, underdog special, the Jack Specialman, as they're calling it. Randall over 25.5 points, John Collins under 23.5 PRA. Thoughts real quick on that? Randall over what? 25.5 points. Now, listen, it's a high line, but Randall off, he only, so he had the worst shooting game in his uh, in his career, which I didn't realize. That's insane. Uh, but Randall, the, the, uh, 10 times he scored under 15 points a game this season has bounced back with an average of 30, uh, 11, and 7. So I feel Here's good Here's why that. I don't love it. I was listening to an interview with Julius Randle last night on TNT after he won Most Improved Player, and Shaq was like, I need you to slow down. Slow it down. And Julius Randle admitted that the crowd energy in game one really got to his head, yeah. really got him at hype, and he was moving quick. He was making all these things. Part of me thinks he takes a step back tonight, slows it down, gets his teammates involved. I don't know. I I you hear where I'm coming from? Uh, I hear no. I hear I hear. Game, I mean, you already placed you already placed it. Yeah, so. no, but I hear game one issues. I think we saw it. The Knicks had plenty of great looks and just were bricking early on. Um, but I do think it's as simple as this, like. If for the Knicks to win the series, he has to play like an all-star. Like, Trey did it in game one. He has to do it in game two. 25 and a half is truthfully a lot of points. Like, I would have liked a 23 and a half, 24 and a half line. But I have seen Julius Randle come out and get hot early. And if he has one of those, like, you remember the game you were watching where you're like, does he do this? Like, he comes out and hits three of four threes in the first quarter. It's like, no sense. what's going on? Yeah. That's what I expect tonight. If I'm wrong, you know, I let me won't cut be. you. A, let me cut you a piece of humble pie right now and serve it to you and ask you a true, a serious question. God forbid, God forbid, the Knicks don't get it done tonight. I'm just gonna say it quietly. You said it wasn't over with the Clippers. Is it over for the Knicks? I don't think it's over. Obviously, you got to see how it plays out. Why it plays out, right? If Randall comes to play tonight and RJ comes to play tonight, and the Knicks defense comes to play tonight, which they've shown they can do, and they still lose, then maybe I'm concerned. If they don't play well, then maybe I'm concerned that DeAndre Hunter is really the cog in their machine right now. So, that you know, it's one of those you got to kind of see how it played out. But no, I don't think you're going to Atlanta and you're facing a raucous crowd where they're going to protect home court and you're not going to be able to steal one or even no, you both. Just gotta listen, you just got to deal with Quavo in your ear. That, that's what I'm saying. So, no, I don't think it's over. And I, truthfully, as long as, you know, there's shooting variance, but I, I think the Knicks will win tonight. I'm, I'm fairly confident. In it. But let me ask you a follow-up question. The Knicks swept the Hawks this year? Barely. It's really hard to beat a team seven times. It is. It, it is. is. No, it is. There's... But hey, we here. We here. Tonight, this one, tonight, this is for the greats that came before us. Latrell Sprewell, Helen Houston, Landry Fields. Um, Steve Novak. Steve Novak, Stefan Marbury, Steve the Franchise Francis. This is for them tonight, all right? Yeah. Yeah. I know you think I'm being sarcastic. I'm not. 
No. I'm really not. Everyone. I have, an, I have a confession. <laughs> Everyone wants the Knicks to win. I have a confession, though. Sunday night. Was that when the game was? Yeah. Watching the end. Absolutely crazy. I wasn't thinking about why I wanted the Knicks to win, but I found myself rooting for the Hawks at the end. Uh, It was just like a you thing, honestly, but I promise you I want the Knicks to win. It's just like when I was in the moment, I kind of forgot, and it just naturally kicked in, fuck Jack. But I promise you, I'm, I'm here with you, I'm here with them, let's go. I respect that. All right, quick question. Two quick questions because we just talked Nets and Knicks. Had this question posed to me. Who is more popular amongst the national media right now? The New York Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets? And The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. So when I got the question and why I brought it to the podcast was uh, a few factors. One, define popularity. More eyes. That's the question, so you define it. No, well, that's what I asked back to the person. They were like, you define it in your own way. And I said... The only reason anyone's watching the Brooklyn Nets right now is because they want to see them lose. I think that's it. There's no such thing as a Nets fan. There's no one rooting for the Nets. No one enjoys watching them play. Everyone wants to see them lose. Number two, round one, who has more? Now you have the fact of the Boston media and that market versus Atlanta. But you also have the fact of, like, the Knicks are in it, and the expectation is it's going to get more serious for the Nets as they move along. So... That was kind of the disclaimers. I said 51-49. I think actually the Knicks, like it's the first time that you're actually seeing like Bleacher Report and like all these places actually post about the Knicks. We knew the Nets stuff would be there all year long. So I think it's the Knicks. Does that change anything? Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like I don't really watch them, but like when you watch First Take or or Undisputed in the morning, the first segment's going to be about KD, Kyrie, and – and uh, what's the other loser's name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy Harden. The The media and the league only care about its stars. Like, that's yeah. what we said. What's the best case scenario for an NBA Finals? The Lakers and the Nets. Give a shit. But it's just true. Like, the Knicks are a more fun story. But if you're talking about cover page, opening segment of TV shows, it's always the superstars in the NBA. Even and with, that's not, that's even not with what happened with Trey Young. That that might have boosted it. I mean, you finally have. A I mean, it changes it. because they're playing on different nights and right, everything. Right. But like, say the Knicks, move like on last, in this night, series. last night, say the Knicks example. move on in this series and play Philly. Our series won't be talked about once. It'll be seven straight hours on every channel about Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Yeah, no, that that's definitely true. Nobody, we won't until we'll we sweep you. Until we sweep you. Right, right. right. Uh, tick pick question. Use code Jack ten dollars off your order. And actually, I'm getting in the app soon. They're gonna put me in the app. It's gonna. What be does cool. that mean? Like you're gonna be able to favorite me as a performer. I would never do that. And we'll do like I, you. You don't perform anything. Uh, we perform on this podcast. Anyways, quite another question posed to me: Which ticket is not more expensive? Which ticket, NBA Finals Game One at home? would be harder to acquire the Knicks or the Lakers. Go ahead. I think the Lakers. Because I know Jack Settlement. I feel like that could hold some weight in, in, in the Mecca. You know? I, I like went... both of them you're not buying online. You can't. Right. right? They're given okay. to celebrities, boosters, whatever. Yeah. You can't buy them online. It's all about who you know. 
but it's, that, but it's also going to cost you a, a pretty penny. So which ticket do you think would be more expensive? I, I'm kind of like I don't have an answer to it. Is yeah. that like I don't know? I think like I want to say the Lakers because of LeBron, but then I think back to what I just listened to in Game One and what the stadium was like in Madison Square Garden, and it's just like. Listen, I haven't been alive for when the Knicks have been relevant. Well, that's not true. 1999, they played in that May Finals. Right. Two years I, prior to you, you know. I haven't been oh, potty I, I remember the Allen I haven't been potty. Shot, like, I remember yes, it more than anything. It was two years prior. Just two. Right, but it wasn't my team. Listen, I don't remember anything about my entire life, essentially. The Knicks have never been relevant. So I truly don't know what that looks like. But when I go and I... I've seen the Lakers play in God knows how many finals in my life. I see every celebrity known to man courtside. So it's hard to really pick the Knicks without really having an understanding of what that looks like. But just based off game one and what I saw with the crowd there in the stadium, I mean, come on. Yeah. Especially and if it's especially if it's New York versus LA. Then you have, su- you have celebrities going back and forth and sitting courtside at both. Yeah. And why is, why, why is Patrick Mahomes in a Clippers-Mavs game? I mean, talk about B-list quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, it was in L.A. Yeah. Um, how about him and Luca both have a BioSteel sponsorship? <laughs> I, don't uh, know how, I don't know how thick those run deep sponsorships. <laughs> I think it would be the Knicks simply because of the money in New York. Like what's what you're saying? What you're you're talking about L.A. like they're I'm second not, fiddle. I, that is actually how I'm talking about them. The New York money is the New York money's funny money. It's Hollywood versus Wall Street. Yeah. And Wall Street is, you know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll take a quick break. After the break, we'll talk about the douchiest golf match to ever take place. Abe and I will rank our three most hated players in the NBA right now and a little what the puck from Eagle Man. We'll be right back. All right, fam. We're back. Aaron Rodgers. Plus Bryson DeChambeau versus Brady and Phil. And someone pointed this out to me. Can we stop calling it the match? It's a match. When there's six of them, it's just another yep. match, right? I'm with that. Uh, unless, actually stick with me here, we could rename this the Snapback Sports Pod. And then just make everyone think it's just a one Isn't one-time. that what it's called? Uh, it's like the Snapback Sports Pod. You know what I mean? It's so not- you want to do like an Ohio State type thing? Yeah, like Exactly. Yeah, like the. Well, then we got to make t-shirts. Yeah, we can make tees. I don't see why not. But anyways, Tom Brady, goaded on the timeline, just trolling. Yeah, no, I've got an issue. A bone to pick with Mr. Brady. Listen, you're the man. Everyone knows that. You're the goat. Why don't you let us young people stick? Like, don't come into the meme territory. You know what I mean? Like, embrace being the old, just like, goat and everything. And now let he's the goat at memes. It's frustrating. Like, he's, he has to have a guy. He does. Because he's not so, funny. No, so that's what I feel bad about, is people don't know that it's not it's him. definitely not him. Like, I know for a fact, when I was at Action, Rovell used to tell me, like, there's a, I think it's actually a girl who does it, his PR, and, like, creates the memes uh, and tweets. Like, he's never made one of those funny jokes, I don't think. I would like to interview for that job. That would be sick. 
I would like to interview for Like, honestly, at this point, with LeBron and all his Fugazi, he should just pull, like, be a meme Dude, that's guy. the only thing he can do to, to gain popularity is just yeah. start going at people and memeing them to death. Yeah. And everyone would start to, I wouldn't say like him more. I would say tolerate. Respect. Yeah, respect. I would say tolerate. But the golf match itself, I mean, you have douche one in Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, douche of all douches, Bryson DeChambeau, versus Brady and Phil. Now, everyone knows Bryson's better than Phil at golf. Maybe not after last weekend. Phil caught lightning in a bottle. But the banter on that, I don't even want to hear Rodgers and Bryson mic'd up. No. Like, I, I don't have any interest in that. No. I don't even want to hear Brady and Phil, honestly. Nah, Phil, Phil's a big gambler. He's fun. He, he's pretty fun. Brady, Is Rodgers even good at golf? Apparently, he's a three and a half handicap. Which you also just like, if you're a pro athlete, like pick one, you know, like, you know, we suck at all of them. Like you don't have to be scratch golfer and excuse me. I said, speak for yourself. All right. Let's rank some people we hate. Uh, Current. Number one, Jack Settlement. (laughs) The current NBA basketball players who we hate currently. So not all time, uh, but like at the time of this recording, I'll start number three, Alfred Payton. I mean, Need I've been consistent. I, I've more. been consistent. I gut feeling lineup is not out yet. I genuinely, 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 genuinely believe. Not am speaking into his ex- existence because that's our motto. Not hoping, not praying. I legitimately think Alfred Payton does not play in the basketball game tonight. The Knicks will win, and all heavens will open. So I was gonna put Mike Scott on my list for the same reasons, like, I hate him to death because he's the worst basketball player I've ever watched and plays a lot of minutes. But he got a DMP in game one, and I think it's going to continue like yeah. that. So as long as he's on the bench, I'm cool with well, that. Well, that's what I – I mean, you know New York media, obviously, between a lot of your friends and then me with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The irony is, like, the second Alfred Payton goes to the bench and, like, starts, you know, being happy for the team, like, people will love him. It's just, like, at this point, yeah, he's so detrimental. Guy, not yeah. a player. Yeah, he's so detrimental. Like, just hang my out number with Theo. three. My number three is Tyler Johnson. Just so, so ugly. ugly, like uglier than Trey. Like, how do you look like that? I he looks like. I mean, you can't really understand it, but Kensington, Philadelphia. You can Google it. Um, there's just like homeless people who are doing heroin, like in public. Okay. He just looks like them. Yeah. Um. So Tyler Johnson, number three. Just fuck your face. Number two, and number two and one for me, nah, I'm just going to go with it. Number two, Rudy Gobert. Like, I actually tweeted this yesterday. So somebody tweeted that um, it's BS that Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles are both nominated for the sixth man of the year because one's technically a sixth and one would be a seventh. And I went back at them and I said, you know what? With the Clippers in years past with Lou Will and Trez, I would agree with you. But because they're on the Jazz, I view them as they start four players every night with Rudy Gobert on the floor. So I think Ingles and Clarkson, it's it's fair. It's fair to have them both be the sixth man because interchangeably so, they're the fifth and sixth rather than the sixth and seventh. Um, Rudy Gobert started coronavirus, sucks at basketball, um, just looks like shit. Did you see the the viral tweet jokes that were going around? This guy, so classic bit, honestly. This guy on NBA Twitter, 
adds NBA to his Twitter oh, he handle. He cried when he didn't make the All Star game. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, he has a track record for sure. But so this guy makes his Twitter like he takes it from Sean Hennessy and makes it Sean Hennessy NBA and like adds to his Twitter bio like NBA writer. He's like, oh, I'm I, so official. Like, I think I'm messy. gonna do that. Yeah, exactly. It's a great. It's incredible. Just on I feel that, like I can level. get so many followers if I like, tweet somewhat legit stuff. Well, coming from your account. What do you mean? My account's good. Your account's great, but legit stuff. Yeah. Like no one, no one could be fooled by that. I tweet. I tweet legit stuff. Like what? Yesterday I tweeted that you could write a book on the reasons why Adam Silver should be put in prison, but the fact that there are two games off in between games one and two is the prologue. Yeah, no, great That's tweet, but I don't know if many people would mistake you for an NBA reporter is kind of my thing. Well, I could fake that. Yeah. Anyways, this guy goes Barry McCockner and goes, uh, you know, with some of the fake quotes, he's like, because the Mitchell thing happened with the, he was apparently upset, and then... He, you know, the tweet is like, wow, the apparently there's now a divide in the jazz locker room after seeing, um, you know, Gobert's defensive Raptor rating. Uh, jazz players feel like they've been bamboozled into thinking Donovan Mitchell was the star of the team. And now, like, like everyone's like Mitchell's taking away the spotlight from Gobert. It's just so good. No one cares about your screen assist. I watch you. You're a good defender. But, like, you're also a big. Like, that's why when Ben doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year or Giannis, I know he's a big, but he's more versatile. Like Ben plays one through five. Yeah, no, those guys. And it's less so about the five. It's more so about guarding the wings it's the, and the scorers, right? Gobert just protects the paint. There's levels to it all. Um, so, I mean, he should have lost Defensive Player of the Year right when was it Devin Booker, I think. Yeah. Who the me who kind of memed him. Yeah. Um, made him do the Heisman pose. That's when you, if you cannot get exposed, your ankles broken like Chris Stapps did last night with Paul George, this, that, once, in my opinion, and be considered for Defensive Player of the Year. The second you get memed, the second you get blown up or something for falling to the ground, you're for ineligible. touching earth, you're ineligible. Yeah. You're and I don't, think, I don't think Ben has done that this year. All right. right. But I do want Rudy to win because I have a bet on him. Anyway, is it my up? Yeah, I'm up. Number two, LeBron James. Just the current. Hey, 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 the hey, current. Hey. The current. He's definitely not top three um, all time. But right now, it's just enough, man. The flopping, the crawling to the spot where the fight was happening so you could get more air time. Like, either Space Jam 2 better be the most fire movie ever or this man. Speaking of flopping, well, not flopping, but you saw what Mayor Bill de Blasio said about Trey Young. Yeah. How do you think he'll feel about Joel Embiid? <laughs> Not leads true. the league in free throw attempts. Yeah, but I don't think Joel is as always much flopping. Seek, no, he doesn't. What? Joel seeks out the fouls. Yeah, he, he does. He flops, he embellishes, and he gets to the strike. Yeah. Mayor Bill de Blasio, meet my friend Joel. Yeah, and I'll give credit, number one, Trey Young. Just current. I don't think I hate Trey Young. I do think if you know we had a really good producer or social media team here at Snapback Sports, someone probably would have found the clip of me talking about how Trey Young's you know just simply empty calories and maybe done a little clip by clip of of the game winner. But uh, yeah, Trey Young and and With a little you, bit of uh, curb yeah, enthusiasm yeah, in the background. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. And D. Rose, I thought, made a great statement. He's like, when did the basketball, and we've talked about it, when did the basketball world become so soft? This is beautiful. Knicks fans, you know, are screaming F. Trey Young. 
Trey Young goes off 30 and 11, hits the buzzer beater, shushes the crowd, says it's quiet, and Knicks fans are talking shit to Hawks fans. Like, this is amazing. This is the whole point of the playoffs. This is the only reason we want Sixers-Knicks. It's not for any other reason than we'll have four incredible episodes. I want it for basketball purposes, too. Okay, so the majority of the listeners want it so that they can hear us for four episodes, do our thing. So, yeah, Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Okay, that's fair. Wait, he's your number one, obviously? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My number one, and I've just been consistent day in, day out, throughout the years, Draymond Green. Just hate him. Just hate his face. Hate everything he stands for. Actually, a quote came out the other day, a tweet, that actually brought a smile to my face in regards to Draymond. Supposedly, at the end of the season, which I'm not sure if you realize, but they had the third MVP candidate and they didn't make the playoffs, which is a little funky to me, but that's a discussion for another time. Um, Draymond Green went into Bob Myers' office, the GM of the Warriors, and you're sitting down for this? He asked for a more no, offensive No, no, no. Now you're fake news. You're fake news No, I'm media. not. No, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's fake news media. The discussion was on how to include Draymond in it as a scoring threat. Draymond Green did not go in and say, I need to Hold have on. more shots. I, that was a little quick skim. Bob Myers said Draymond Green was in his office about 40 minutes ago discussing his offense and being more of a scoring threat in the yeah, future. Yeah, I think Draymond that's a, Green? I think that's a... More of a first scoring of all, threat? First of all, shoots it like Dora the Explorer. Once again... Don't even say the name Ben Simmons. Re- the revisionist history is insane. Game 7 of LeBron's biggest moment of his career. Draymond Green was the best offensive player on the floor for the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? 32 points, 12, yep. 15 rebounds, and, and 10 ring. assists. So I, what does that mean? You guys haven't sniffed the conference finals since you were Not, changing. Who was your, talking about the Sixers? The, I don't we're get We're talking about Draymond Green here. Yeah, and that's my point is his he's done it in the past. Fuck Draymond. My list. And speaking of which, take my list with a grain of salt, Tyler Johnson, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green. We all know I that list could go on for miles with me. <laughs> So. It could go on for miles. Eagleson, get in here. Break out the boys. Um, two and What's a up, half Andrew? hours to game time. What up, Eagleson? No, you have. Yeah. Oh, I have two hours. The Sixers not even on national TV tonight. What do you mean? Everyone's NBA, on national NBA TV. NBA TV. Uh, I don't count that. Yeah, that's. I, feel I don't that. think I get NBA TV with like my basic cable package. Really? I feel like I don't think I've tried. But you get it on local, obviously, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I, I watch it on local either way. All right, Eagleson. Where do you stand with that? Sorry, Eagleson. Yeah. Where do you stand with that? Like, would you watch Breen and Clyde on MSG if they're before it was Marvin? Yeah. Like, it was I, a, I always watch the local broadcast if I can. It was a big debate. Um, we also have the best, like, local broadcasts. Oh, and I just, no, I despise one of the Sixers local guys. But I'll still watch it every single time if given the option. Yeah, so the ratings came out that TNT smashed MSG in game one, partially because it's, it's not that, surprising. It's yeah, just it's a lot national broad. Yeah, it's a national broadcast. Also, uh, there was a note that most people just assume that like the playoffs, the playoffs are, are all national, uh, especially because Breen's all over the country during the playoffs, anyways. So if Breen's on MSG, like I, I would watch game three on uh, MSG. Anyways, if Breen's not on MSG. Would you watch that or I Marvin love Reggie? Clyde. Oh, yeah, no, still Clyde. Yeah, Did you hear Reggie. how Marvin Reggie talked about Jay Crowder's penis last night? No, no. Called it. Uh, I saw. Some they penis. were getting excited. 
Okay. okay. They called it, said it right in the kisser is what Reggie said. He called it a kisser. Well, that is what the kisser's the mouth, though. Exactly. Okay, that's we'll we'll just throw a, a thirty second guy there. We'll What's welcome, up, Andrew? Welcome, Andrew Eagleson, <laughs> to the show. Uh, he has playoffs going on in his sport right now, mm-hmm. so uh, let's get the timer out, Abe. Let's check in <clears throat> with a little what the puck, and uh, let's hear. Can it. I ask a question before we go, Eagleson? Ask me if I'm off base here. Okay. L.A. Clippers equal Edmonton Oilers. No, they're not that bad. Who's not that bad? The Clippers. Edmonton is a whole nother oh. level. Yeah, I'll wow. I'll, I'll, I'll right, get well, to it. Just wait. Explain. Yeah. Here we go, boys. Three, two, one. All right. Uh, as usual, the hockey playoffs have been nothing short of electric with some great overtime games and comebacks um if you haven't been watching them then you're missing out uh, anyways colorado swept st louis they'll play the winner of minnesota vegas jack your capitals got bounced by the bruins four to one uh they'll play the winner of islanders penguins now the series i really want to talk about mcfraud what's good dude i thought you were the best player on the planet and all this other bs well we found out that wasn't true first off you got swept by a team worse than you which is embarrassing in its own right but your play specifically sucked shut out in the first two games in the series then game three oh my god the oilers and mcfraud blew a 4-1 lead in the third period and in that game mcfraud only had two secondary assists to top it all off in game four he scored a cheap wraparound goal whatever but He sure made up for it in overtime when he had a bad turnover that led to a Kyle Connor breakaway who sent it past Mike Smith to complete the sweep and send McFraud and the Oilers home. To add insult to injury, Gretzky stepped down from the Oilers' front office the day after, which, uh... Wow. Wow. Gretzky's joining Shaq Chuck and the crew on TNT. Really? That's what they announced. Big for 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 US hockey. NBA? No, for hockey. For hockey. NHL's going it, to TNT. Yeah, How does man get his voice back already? What, <laughs> I, normally we get a little 20-second guy. I yeah, mean, little, I have, what, what happened there? That was crazy. I uh, guess all I got from that is that if we're not watching playoff hockey, which, Jack, I'm not, are you? I am not watching. We're, mi- we're missing out. Yeah, we are we're missing out. We are missing out. So, Andrew, let me ask you a question. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. And no mention of the Leafs. What's... I, ha- I had to make a decision. Talk about how much I hate McFraud and those stupid Oilers or talk about the Leafs, and I chose I'm going to hate on them. Respect the fuck out of that. Respect the hell out of that. So what is, what is the update with the Leafs? Montreal sucks, and uh, we're going to beat them. Like, we're up 2-1 right now. We No, 3-1. We beat them last night after a back-to-back, and, I mean, they assaulted Tavares, but, you know, that's okay. He, he's doing all right, and he'll be back. But so we'll, we'll will, he, will he actually be back? Yeah, he was doing good, and he was actually at oh, the yeah, morning I skate, that. I believe. He's not like, wow. yeah, so he's, he's doing a lot better than uh, see, he's supposed to. The, yeah, basketball needs more of that, like the morning shoot-around, check-in, see if guys are good to go. Like, if I feel like if a player makes the morning skate, that's like, you know, upgraded. Yeah, it's a, it's a good step. If he makes the afternoon skate, <laughs> lock it in, buddy, lock it lock in. It. Eagleson, if, if you truly believe, which I think you're just half-trolling, half-believe, if you truly believe that McFraud isn't the best player on the planet, who is? Like, that's how si- I know you're no, just trolling. No, I'm not because trolling. you would have had no, someone no, right there that you would fight. No, no, war. no. I I do have a player in mind, and it's Sidney Crosby. I still think that. Hear me out. He, like his two way play, and he, I think he's just a winner. And McDavid's a loser. I think it's almost as simple as that. That's fair. Like McDavid, he okay. just loses. 
He has all the regular season stuff, but he loses. He's never done anything. Maybe, I mean, at least you're not maybe. Jack who picks a new best player in the NBA, depending on what the weather is. <laughs> maybe maybe McDavid needs to go to Florida and play with some true leaders to learn how to win. And then, you know, he'll kind of shed his yeah, shell no, they're from known that. for culture down there. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I don't even know. Won. I don't even know who would want him after this. He's such a loser. I well, I feel like literally every team in the NHL would want him. No? How old is he? He's he, he's in his mid twenties. Like I'm sure they would want him, but he's such a loser. I want I want nothing to do with him. It, you know, he's kind of trout vibes. If he would sign with the Leafs tomorrow, you would say you wouldn't want that. You're lying. Well, you're like uh, like lying. Ha- you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> You're just right. not telling the truth. I get here. it. I understand if you're trolling and all this, but like, yeah. swallow it for a second. I'm not. Take a second. I'm not. I, I'm not trolling. I do believe that he is a loser. All right, double down on it. I respect that too. <laughs> I respect <laughs> a lot of respect too. too. All right. Well, uh, I gotta go. Get mentally locked in. See, I've been waiting two and a half, two days for the Sixers to play, and I woke up this morning and it jolted me out of bed. But like, I, I totally know that you are way more amped up than i am right now just because you have a like you'll get there you'll get there not forget this game no no next round you'll get there i don't know if it'll be next round either it it will be whoever comes out of this series will will make you care enough like washington washington the reason why i kind of like the sixers spread tonight is like felt like washington gave their best punch in game one and it's still Played six minutes in That's the first half yeah. and still winning. Like. Yeah, it, it's not that serious. If if Joel plays six minutes against you know the Hawks, they could probably slip up in game one. Would that mean the series is over? Obviously not. But it, you'll listen. It's round two of the playoffs. You'll be on higher alert. This is you know you're skating through. Um, I just I wish I was. Would I love to see I the Wizards win tonight though? No, you don't. No, you don't. You're right. I'd rather be the best team in the league. Yeah, exactly. No, the one seed in the East. Let's just be clear. Snapback fam, go Knicks. Fuck Trey Young. Go Sixers. Come Much on. Love. Go Juju. Go Leafs. Go Wizards. Go Leafs. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. 100%. Really? 100%. Why would I root for the Sixers? <laughs> just because of what you said before <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I think. We need th- four of those games. We do. Wait. What? Four? Seven? Um, listen. You're taking a seven or we're taking you seven given the current status of the Knicks series i'd rather just if the knicks were up 1-0 right now you would have said go sixers but nah, since there's a chance I... the hawks are gonna win you might as well just say fuck it all it's it's like how much fun will those four games be for us versus like how much fun would i have for the next 18 months if you guys lost the eight seed right i get it you're nervous that's fine. I understand that. I can take that to the chest, root for my team by myself. But just know I'm, I'm there with you tonight, all right? We yes, here. Sir. We here. Get Snap a back, fam. And get a dub. We here. Glizzy up. Much love. Peace.